Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. All right, Joe, you there? Uh huh. All right, man. So we're just going to talk a little bit Big Twelve. I want to get your take on on the uh, you know the first month of the season. Uh, we're going to talk uh, some uh, obviously OU Texas and and just kind of go from there. See where the conversation leads us. That sound good? Cool. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. All right, it's special guest time now on the Sooner Nation podcast. Bringing in from OU Insider Joey Helmer. Joey, how you doing, buddy? Doing well. How are you doing? Man, I'm great. I haven't really had a chance to talk to you since uh, the Women's College World Series. I- I'm assuming you had a good summer. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, that was great, and uh, <laughs> I'm glad that Navy looked smart when I picked them uh, going into the uh, Women's College World Series, and um, that should be a really fun team to uh, look forward to next year and the, the year after with all the young talent they've got coming back. Yeah, no doubt. They're definitely going to be a fun team to watch uh, this coming spring. Well, you know, it's football season right now. Uh, Oklahoma 2-2, two and 1-0 two, and oh in the Big 12. When, when you look at the Big 12 conference, if we go back to mid-August, and I would have told you, hey, Joy, going, in, going into this game, the Red River rivalry, OU and Texas are both going to be 2-2, two and two, and West Virginia and Baylor will be the top two teams in the Big 12. What would you have said? Well, I, you know, I – for sure, uh, thought Oklahoma was far and above everyone else coming into the season, and uh, I think the the one thing that has really stood out about um, Oklahoma more than anything else is um, how big of a concern that cornerback spot is opposite Jordan Thomas, and uh, frankly, that's been so much of an issue that um, it's caused so many big plays and. Uh, really resulted in a couple of these losses to Houston and Ohio State. Um, now, I think Ohio State had OU outmanned in that game, but um, in terms of uh, getting back to the Big 12, I, I still think uh, this league is way up for grabs. I think Oklahoma is a serious player, but um, I, I would have been surprised to see um, Oklahoma not being in, in front of the rest of those teams at this point. So you you already mentioned the cornerback spot, which is the big. I mean, that's that's the big thing right now. Will Johnson, his health uh, is in question. I mean, what's the end? Because I, I thought maybe moving Will Johnson over to corner could be something that they would look at. But since he was injured throughout the bye week, didn't play last week, is questionable for Saturday. Is there an answer on this team right now for that cornerback spot? Well, I think the answer has to be uh, improved play from. Makaya Quick. Frankly, at this point, uh, Makaya Quick, Parrish Cobb, or Dakota Austin just have to step up their level. And I, I think um, you've seen a, a better play out of Makaya Quick. I, I think um, a lot of people want to look back to that Ohio State game and uh, what Noah Brown was able to do. Um, on the one play, Quick actually has pretty good right. uh, coverage on that play. And, and the guy just makes a fantastic catch. And 
Um, you know, so I think there have been signs uh, for him that he's he's getting better. And let's face it, uh, this is a guy that's played receiver, um, you know, for the early part of his career and has just switched back over to cornerback to the defensive side of the ball. And so there's certainly going to be an adjustment period uh, when you factor that in. But, uh, again, Paris Cobb is a, a guy that has a lot of upside. This is a, a freshman and a guy that only figures to get better. And so um, you hope uh, for Kerry Cooks and company that uh, these guys just improve as the season goes on, and that's the answer to your question mark there is that uh, you, you got the guy, but just improved play is able to kind of stabilize that position. Well, we know the injury situation on the Oklahoma's defensive front, but what are you hearing about the secondary? I mean, they, they were short a couple of guys last week. Are those Dakota, uh, not Dakota Austin, Parrish Cobb was out. Uh, Will Johnson was out. What, what's, what's your take this week? Are we going to see those guys on the field or not? Cobb will be back. Uh, Will Johnson, I'm told, is not going to play. Uh, I think he's dealing with the concussion as well uh, as Charles Walker, um, who is – just absolutely a huge loss for Oklahoma in this game. I, I think that uh, if you had asked uh, one player, um, obviously besides maybe um, Baker Mayfield or uh, one of the running backs, that you just could ill afford to lose in this game, it would be Charles Walker. You look at uh, that uh, game last week in, in Fort Worth and uh, what it, OU was able to do defensively in that game uh, was a big product of the pressure they were able to get up front. The secondary in the second, third quarter looked a lot better because uh, guys like Charles Walker and Matt Romar and, uh, you know, Oboe rushing from the linebacker spot uh, were able to get pressure and bat down balls and, and get in Kenny Hill's face. And so uh, that's, you know, like we talked about, these injuries are a major, major concern. And, and Walker is a guy that they just couldn't afford to lose in this game. You've been around sports for for a long time, both as you know, as a journalist, as a fan, as an athlete. Have you seen a team have as many concussion issues as what's plagued Oklahoma this season? You, Tay Evans has to retire. You, you mentioned Will Johnson. We talked about Charles Walker. Is there something that Oklahoma needs to look at what they're doing and maybe do it differently, or is this just a string of bad luck? You know, I don't know. I, I think that Oklahoma, in terms of its concussion protocol, does. Um, everything that's consistent with what other programs around the country uh, do. So I would, I, I would almost stare uh, on the side that it's it's just a bit of bad luck, really. Um, and we've seen bad luck uh, in terms of injuries here at Oklahoma before. Obviously, you look at that uh, 2019 when mm-hmm. Sam Bradford got hurt and Jermaine Gresham and all those guys. And, uh, but in terms of concussions, this is the most. Um, you know, obvious uh, example of um, concussions being such a serious issue. And uh, I think it's an issue around uh, the game right now, in college football and in the NFL as well. And so, um, you know, obviously Oklahoma's been hit big time, though, by concussions. I think I know the answer to this question. I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Uh, which loss is more significant to their team, Charles Walker or Chris Warren the third for Texas? Yeah, I, I think I I probably answered that in so many words based on what I what I just kind of went through a spill. But I would say Walker's a bigger injury. I think uh, just um, you know when you look at uh, Dante Foreman, um, 
he he'll be able to run the ball still for Texas. And um, I think a guy like uh, Neville Gallimore is going to have to step up defensively for OU. But uh, what you lose in Walker is just obviously you're losing an NFL uh, caliber potential first round pick um, that you're losing there. And so um, what he would be able to do to wreak havoc for Oklahoma up front uh, for Bouchelle and making him uncomfortable is just uh, just absolutely critical to lose him. I posted earlier this week on, on our site, you know, Char, uh, Charlie Strong is pretty much going all in, uh, demoting Vance Bedford, taking over the, the reins of the defense. There's literally no one else to take a fall. Is this the beginning of the end? Can can he turn this around? He seems to think he can. But what do, what do you think on the coaching situation at Texas, and what does that mean across the Big 12 if Texas suddenly has a vacancy again? Well, I don't want to put it all on one game because – I think after you see uh, Texas beat Notre Dame the first game of the season and everyone's talking about how, uh, you know, Texas is is back and, and this team is uh, for real a potential uh, player in the Big 12 and on the national stage, and then you see what's happened since. But um, it, I think Charlie Strong has to win this game um, to, to get some momentum going forward to, to keep his job. And so – I think it is a bit of, well, if he loses, he, he's not going to keep his job. But I, I don't think it's just face on this game, I guess is what I'm saying. But um, I, I think he's um, if he is to save his job, he's going to have to win this game and, and then make a run down the stretch in Big 12 play. Uh, otherwise, I, I think you're going to uh, see Texas look elsewhere and potentially at a guy like uh, Tom Herman. What do, you, what do you think the magic number is for Charlie Strong? How many games – does the in your mind does he have to win to feel secure uh, about coaching again in 2017 at Texas? Gosh, it's a really good question. I, I you know, I think I, I say they have to win this game. So, uh, what they're three and two if they win this game? I, I think he has to get to the, you know, really the eight nine nine wins, and, and I don't even know um, if if that's going to be enough uh, given the pressure uh, that's kind of on him right now and uh, from down there. Listen to the Sooner Nation, the online podcast of Heartland Sports, Joey Helmer, uh, our special guest right now. Joey, have you seen Urban Meyer's comments from earlier today? Yeah, you know, I I haven't got a chance to see him. Well, uh, he, he basically oh, – talking about Oklahoma's defense. Draft. Yeah, he, he said Indiana yeah, is the Indiana. best defense they've seen all season, and that includes Oklahoma – I mean, is that what do you what does that do? Is that just I mean, you know, there's no bulletin board material in my mind that's really going to affect the outcome of a game. But is that any motivation at all for this Oklahoma defense, or do they just look at this comment and say, "Yep, we got thrashed by by Ohio State and and move forward"? What does that play any factor at all into the rest of the week? It, it can it can be. I, I think I'd be interested to hear the tone. Um, of how he said it. it, you know, if he if he said, well, Indiana has a really good defense, uh, a better defense than anyone we've seen, and, and that even includes Oklahoma. Or if he he said it in such a way that was like, well, Indiana is definitely better than Oklahoma's defense, you know. So, I it would be interesting to hear the tone um, of how he said that. But certainly, Oklahoma, uh, that's going to get back to him and. And I think when you look, uh, Oklahoma did struggle defensively. They had the, the issues at a cornerback uh, that we've talked about in that game. And so it, it's not as if 
uh, it's a false comment from Urban Meyer by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, I think that um, they they can definitely Oklahoma use this as motivation if they they see this, and um, that can give them a little extra juice this weekend for sure. All right, give me a couple of key players for each team that you're you're personally going to be looking at on Saturday. Oklahoma's going to have to be able to run the ball in this game and uh, look at Joe Mixon and Samaje P. Ryan OU's uh, two-headed punch there. Uh, happen to be able to run the football. Uh, when we look, uh, Matt, at the OU-Texas series over time, uh, who wins this game is the team that's always able to establish the ground game and uh, be able to run the football uh, best. And I think Oklahoma, those two guys uh, are – going to be able to uh, or going to have to be able to establish the run game and especially uh, the offensive line is going to have to get them a push up front uh, to to give them holes to be able to run the ball and then uh, I think uh, defensively you know it's it's going to have to be some of those guys up front are going to have to fill in for uh, Charles Walker maybe a guy like Neville Gallimore steps up and has a really good game Uh, Matt Romore being healthy is key as well and so um, you know, some of those guys stepping up and, again, like we've talked about, taking some of that pressure off the secondary, I think some of those are uh, the key guys. How big of a difference can Charlie Strong make in the Texas secondary in just five days? It's the million-dollar question, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, if he can make a big difference, it's going to make a big difference in this game uh, because – Oklahoma is certainly going to look to exploit that as well as running the ball. And so uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but but I, I, at the end of the day, I think your personnel is your personnel, and uh, it kind of is what it is. All right, so who's got the worst secondary issue, Oklahoma or Texas? Oh, gosh. Well, I, I think uh, man, uh, Texas' secondary has been disastrous. There's no doubt about it. And Oklahoma um, has had its issues, obviously, um, at that cornerback spot. But I think I, when I look across the board and, and guys like Stephen Parker and uh, Jordan Thomas can play at a higher level, uh, I would really like Oklahoma's secondary if they could uh, get that, that one cornerback uh, spot figured out. All right, Joey Helmer, OU Insider, Oklahoma 247sports.com. Uh, Joey, tell everybody how they can get you, not just on, on OU Texas coverage, but how can they access 24-7 sports? How can they access you on Twitter? Tell them how, how they can find you. Sure, yeah, you can read all my stuff at OUinsider.com. That's uh, Oklahoma.247sports.com as well. Um, either of those go right to our website there and then, uh, my Twitter handle is at JoeyHelmer247. All right, Sooners, Longhorns, Oklahoma, 10-point favorite, 73 over under. Give me a prediction here, Joey. Yeah, I think I've kind of went a, a little bit back and forth on this game. I, I think the spread, I'm surprised that the line on it is still is, – people aren't pulling off Oklahoma in this last uh, – 24 hours, even with the Charles Walker news. But um, I, I think Oklahoma is going to win this game. I, I just, at the end of the day, think, um, as I kind of talked about, I think they're going to be able to run the ball. Uh, I think they're going to win that ground game. And um, I, I think uh, that Oklahoma is going to come out with a close victory in this uh, football game this weekend. 
All right, Joey. I appreciate your time, buddy. Have a great weekend. Be safe traveling to Dallas, and we'll talk to you soon. Sure. Thanks. I'll see you, bud. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.